Welcome to The Real Deal, where God and people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real-life stories and a real God. Let's get started. Welcome to The Real Deal. I am so glad that you have joined me today, and I wanted to let you know that episode one was very well received. So thank you for listening. If you didn't get a chance to listen to episode one, I would highly recommend that you do that. I interviewed my father, Richard Hagen. He's my definition of the real deal. He's my hero in life. And I believe he is a huge influence on my life and he's a wonderful storyteller. So I hope that you would listen. The format of the real deal will be a rotation of sorts. I love people. I love to hear their story. I love to interview them, find out you know, why they chose this or how they do that or whatever's going on in their life. Some people that I'm amazed by their giftings or the the way they've overcome. So there will definitely be interviews. Then there will be segments of talks that I've given to live audiences that I'd like for you to listen in. And I will put those on the podcast and then I'll talk about the topic a little bit more after that. The third part of a rotation will be the real deal, buddy time with Rachel and Gail. I will be chatting with my friend Gail Novak, and we just enjoy one another so much, and we live way far away. I am in Wisconsin. She's in Texas. And so you'll be listening to The Real Deal with Buddy Time, and I think you're going to really enjoy that. Today, the part of the rotation, since I interviewed my dad, is going to be a segment of a talk that I've already given. It was called Planet Mom, but I have listened to it, and it has an overarching principle that is important for me to get out to this podcast. So listeners, this is the deal. It may be called Planet Mom. Those of you who are moms, you're going to grab onto it. Those of you who are not moms, the principle still remains because it is one that we can do life together and we can be real. And that's what I'm all about. It also, as I listen to this talk that I've given, it is really my heart. My heart is that we would not compare and we would not compete, that we would celebrate. So if you go to rachelinaway.org, and you go to the store, you'll see my t-shirt, Don't Compare, Don't Compete, Celebrate. I believe the Celebrate movement was born out of this passion that I have to be who we are and not compare ourselves to anybody else and not compete for God's love because God has plenty of room on his lap. He has an ear that can hear everybody's prayers, and we don't need to compete for his attention or strive for his love. So Don't Compare, Don't Compete, Celebrate. Celebrate really is just celebrating who God is, celebrating who God made us, and celebrating the way other people are made in his image as well, and the way that they display his glory. So as I listen to this, it's really that we do life together and be real. And I realized that the don't compare and don't compete was in that talk, and I wanted to let you have a portion of that to listen in today. So we're all one body. Romans 12.5 says, So in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. And so that's an important thing. I just want to frame the talk for you. Be aware that we're one body. Listen in for the fact that we can do life together and we can be real. We don't need to fake or pretend to be somebody else. We certainly don't need to compete or compare. And that celebration disarms this monster of comparison. So we can actually glean from one another's giftedness. Can you root for somebody when they're succeeding? Are you one who roots for them as long as they're underdog, but as soon as they get to the top or even the middle of the top or somewhere a little bit higher than you, it's hard for you to celebrate them? It's important for you to know that. It's important for you to know, hey, the only antidote to comparing is just to celebrate the other person. 
So yeah, the backstory, I believe, for the Celebrate movement comes as a passion for who I am, but also I noticed it was even in this talk. And so that's why I want to share it with you. Go ahead and listen in. You only see moms on Planet Mom. And these moms are either really perfect and you're like so defeated because your vision only sees these perfect moms and you're sure you're not it, right? You see perfect moms with this vision or way down on the continuum, you see really rotten moms and they're yanking their kids around and they're swearing at them and they're mad at them and, and, you, and you feel a little prideful because you know you're not that mom. You know, and you're just, it gets distorted. Has that ever happened to you on Planet Mom? You see moms and you see either, yeah, you see either this side or this side. And I need you to know, just be aware that that's my warning. Your vision's a little distorted and you only see children. And you only see the perfect little children on Planet Mom who do everything they should and they are so perfect. And you are so discouraged because sometimes yours don't want to come when they're called or they don't want to get their coat on and you have to work on it. It's a process, right? And you only see the perfect little kid or you see the little, ooh, that little bugger and he just is horrible or she's just as sassy or whatever it is and you feel a little prideful because your little Susie, your little, little Billy is not like that, right? And so you're, you just need to be aware. On Planet Mom, you can get your vision distorted and so you have to say, wait a minute, what's really truth here? And you need to do life together, no matter who these moms are on either end of the continuum. I want to tell you about a few of my friends. One would be Lisa. I knew Lisa when my kids were very little. And she was one of these that was so organized, like incredibly organized. And she always wore like athletic clothes. And it made me think that's because she's going to sprint out of here in a second. She's just like, she's going to take off. She's just really, really organized and really efficient. Have you ever met one of those? I mean, she just has the way to do almost anything in her house. She cooked for six months and she'd do her meals and she'd freeze six months and then she only have to cook the next six months and she'd freeze all these meals. She'd take her little wagon and she'd go down her little streets in the Minnesota area and she'd deliver a meal to her neighbor and then they would give her some of their freezer space to use. And then she'd deliver another little meal to the lady on the cul-de-sac and then that lady would let her use her freezer. Because for six months she didn't have to cook. She was amazing. I was like, are you kidding me? And then she'd bake. She'd always bake a double batch because she'd freeze one so that when it was her turn to bring treats to mops, she was ready. I mean, she was just incredible. And this person exists, I'm just telling you. I am not, it's not from a fable. It's not a, you know. So Lisa was like this. And ladies, on Planet Mom, you only view moms. And I could have this distorted vision. And I could see all these wonderful strengths about Lisa. And I could be defeated because I don't even cook six minutes in advance sometimes. <laughs> six months in advance? Forget it. I'm always like, oh, he's coming home. What are we going to have? Right? So I could be defeated and be so discouraged. And I told you, I did not come to bring you defeat and discouragement today. I came to encourage you. What do you do instead? The antidote to that is don't compare. Celebrate. Don't compare. Celebrate. So instead of comparing myself, well, I never have any meals done, Lord. I'm not going to compare. I'm going to celebrate that Lisa is an efficient friend of mine. And guess what? When I celebrate her, somehow God allows me to glean something from her. And so when I was around her more, yeah, I learned to just do a few meals that might help me. I have never done six months. I've maybe done six, <laughs> you know, and just glean something from her. Another friend of mine is also named Lisa. And man, can Lisa decorate. 
Her house is incredible. And I like to decorate. I, I'm very affected by visual things, but Lisa's house is like up here, right? You go in and she's got this thing where she can work with any fabric and it's got the right coordinate fabric and everything has tassels and there's the Roman shades and there's the these and there's the that and there's the beautiful, beautiful. And the colors of paint, oh, she's good with color. She picks out great things and she goes and gets things on sale too and she finds the deals. I mean, she just is incredible. You could have a magazine done in just her home, right? All the photo shoot of Lisa's house. It's beautiful. Now, ladies, I could be friends with Lisa. And because of this distorted vision thing, I want to do life together, but guess what? I can feel so defeated because my coordinated fabric is not very nice or I don't even have any fabric or whatever it is. And I could get very defeated when I see Lisa. But the antidote is instead of being comparing, I need to just celebrate her and use her wisdom. I call her sometimes and I say, I'm going to do this with my fireplace. I'm going to do that. And just the other day she said, picture text me. What do you think? You know, and it was just so fun. So glean something from her, but don't compare myself to her. And that's freeing, because you need to do life together. Another one of my friends is Carolyn. And Carolyn is a gal that lives in the moment. And so she's always got her camera, and she's taking pictures. She takes and writes in a calendar in the little square something that happened to every child every day. Something funny they said, some place they went. And I just talked to her yesterday. She called me to see how things are going for my fall. And I said, Carolyn, i got to ask you this, because I just said this to a mops group yesterday. Do you still write in your calendar? Because when I knew her, she had three kids. Now she has eight. Okay? And she said, stacks and stacks and stacks of them. I said, really? She goes, I write something in every kid's little box every day. Cute thing they did, something funny they said, place that they took them, whatever. Okay, now she lives in the moment. Now, she didn't have any tassels on her drapes. And she didn't have any six months meals going. Do you see what I'm saying? She's got all this stuff from her giftedness and her strength. And I can look at Carolyn and go, boy, I try to write some things down that Andrew says that are funny. And boy, you know, but what I've done instead, don't compare. Celebrate. That's Carolyn's gift. And instead, glean something from her. So I do. Now and then I write something down, and I'm glad that I have done that. But I don't have reams and reams and stacks and stacks of calendars. Do you see what I mean? Okay, last example. Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie's clean. <laughs> I call her queen of clean. She's just clean. And she's always cleaning things. And she, her house is just clean. And I go in, and, and now when we go back to Minneapolis, we stay at their house because they're so kind to open their home whenever we're there visiting everybody. And, and I, one night I pulled the covers up, and I looked at my husband. And I said, I sort of feel like we're pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just, you know, she cleans. She even does it for a living now. She'll, like, be soaking her blinds in the tub. I'm like, I don't think I've ever even dusted my blinds. <laughs> I mean, I'm just here to be real. I know I don't dust my blinds. I would just get new ones. Maybe the string will break soon. I, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And Steph is so clean. So instead of comparing, I celebrate it. She's about ready to sell their house, and so her house now always has to look clean because of the showings. So I glean something from her. She told me, this would be a little mommy tip. She told me once, you know, Rachel, I just take my white socks off when I'm going to go put them up in the laundry anyway. I take the top part where it's not been, you know, on your shoe the whole time. She says, I just run that along my steps on the way up and just do the little banisters and, do, and then throw it in the laundry. Oh, okay, good idea. And then she said, you know, Rachel, you don't need to worry about cleaning every room. Just do a few little things. So she just takes her hands and she wets them and she sprinkles them like this on the mirror. And she just takes the towel, right? And she goes away. 
Now, there might be a little bit of fuzz, but she didn't have to go get the Windex. She didn't have to go get the paper towels. She didn't have it. She just says, that works. I can't tell you. Instead of comparing myself to Queen of Clean, I just decided I'll do a few tips that she's told me that work. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like these people that have been in my life that I believe God put in my life so I could do life together have just enriched me. They haven't defeated me. They haven't made me so discouraged. They could if I didn't change my vision. Do you see what I mean? They could. They could defeat me. Because I'll tell you what the temptation is. Warning, 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 warning. On Planet Mom, you take the best of Lisa and the best of Stephanie and the best of Carolyn, who lives in the moment, and the best of this person and that person, and you put them all up on your wall like a quilt. And you step back and you go, wow, aren't they great. I need to be like all of that. Ladies, that's a lie. You will never be like all of that. Do not take that quilt and put it around you. It's a lie. You have to be you. And you have to celebrate who you are because God gently leads those who have young and he's delighted in you. He is delighted in you. And so when you do life together, you got to be real because I don't know about you, but I flock to the real. I love the real. My dad uses this phrase. He says, oh, I love that person. They're just a genuine article, the real deal. And I love that. Don't we love the real? I mean, I am one of these people that loves the real thing. So your group will love it when you're real. And it's hard sometimes because you've got to admit to them. I'll admit a couple of things. I've never clipped a coupon. I don't get it. I, I always go, oh, I have one. And the lady goes, oh, that's expired two months ago. Oh, oh, I have one. And then she goes, that's not even for our store or whatever, you know. And so I have never. But guess what I do do? I dumpster dive. i got a dresser in my back of my van right now. I was driving home the other night. I was like, oh, I can't believe these people threw this dresser away. So I opened the van, and I, my daughter is like, no, I won't help you. I am like, Grace, there is nothing wrong with this. And it's going to, if we wait any longer, it's going to be all dewy. i got to get it now. And, you know, and I haul the dresser home. So I don't clip coupons, but think how much I just saved on a dresser. Do you see what I'm saying? So you just got to be real with each other. People think they put on this big mask like they've got to be perfect and people are going to find them out. No. Let them find you out now. You're wonderful. And you need each other. So just be real. I flock to the real thing. I would love to have a fur coat. So you may want to give me theirs because I will take the tomatoes that will be thrown at me because I would love a real fur. I don't have one. I have a little one from Target. And I look like I'm going to walk out of the closet and go into the Narnia thing, you know? But, <laughs> but it's not real. And so what is the answer to the question? The answer to the question is, is that real? And the answer to the question is, no, it's not real. Do you see what I mean? Oh, that's a beautiful ring. Is it real? No, it's not real. So just be real. Everybody likes the real. I'd rather have a real leather handbag than a pleather handbag. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, we love the real. And so people will know when you're real. And they will want to be around you. And you'll want to be around each other when you're real. Because when you're not so real, people are like, something's up there. Something's up with this. Do you get what I'm saying? And so in this thing called motherhood, and on this planet called Planet Mom, you've got to do life together. And together is important to, for you to know you don't have to have it all together. And also, you need to know that the unknown is the only known. Yet you're known by God. And guess what? The God that knows you made the planets. Isn't that encouraging? The God that knows you made the planets so you can rest in him. I'm going to close by just asking you, are you real? Could you be real this year with your group? Are you stuck in a vision problem 
where you're comparing yourself often to other people and you're so defeated and cast down and you feel like your knuckles are dragging on the sidewalk because you're just so discouraged. Stop and just celebrate that person and celebrate yourself. You're a masterpiece. He made you and he loves you. And are you willing to do life together? Are you willing to be connected to other people? Are you willing to just do the one little thing to connect yourself more readily to God rather than cutting the cord and trying to do it on your own? Those are my questions for you. I think if we all do those things, be real, be together, and be aware of not comparing, then we will have a more successful year. And that is my encouragement to you, is to not be discouraged, to just keep on keeping on and be encouraged that the one who made the planets is in charge of you also. Will you pray with me? Father, I am so grateful for your love. I thank you that I didn't earn it or deserve it, but you gave it anyway. I'm thankful for each of these women, Lord. I've prayed for them, didn't know their faces would be here or who exactly they'd be, so I'm so grateful that they're here this morning. Each one, Lord, is important to you. Thank you for your word. Thank you that you tell us we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. So help us to do life together. Help us to be real. Help us to stay connected to you and other people. And God, I just thank you that you're the God who made the planets and you gently lead those who have young. So I pray for each woman. I pray for each child that she has in her home. I pray for her husband. And I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you would help her to celebrate herself because you've made her and celebrate her own children that are a gift from you. Thank you for this time. I ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. I sure hope you enjoyed that. I really do believe we need to do life together and be real. And when it comes to someone else's giftedness, we can celebrate them because we get to glean from others' giftedness. It makes us better, which is a wonderful thing. Maybe you're not celebrating yourself because you don't feel finished or completed. I need you to know there is a promise of God that is important for you to claim, and God will complete his work in you. That's his promise. Let me read you this verse. It's Philippians 1, 6b, which just means the second part of the verse. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Hope you know you can always trust God's promises. He will complete his work in you. I'd like to pause for a moment and thank you for listening to The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and do me a favor, rate and review it. Your support will help me spread encouragement. Let's get the word out. So I don't know if you can relate, but this distorted vision problem, I have these wacky glasses that I bring when I speak live and they they just crack me up. But the truth is we can get a distorted view. And so this vision problem causes us to either see only perfect people and we feel defeated or we see people that uh, we think are less than us and we're a little prideful because we somehow think we're perfect. And so I just wanted to touch on that. I don't know where you fall in that, but I will tell you that celebration disarms the monster of comparison. Celebration helps us celebrate who we are and not always compare ourselves to someone else. You know, you are God's masterpiece. I want you to hear me. God made you. You're his masterpiece. He's delighted that he made you. He thinks you're fabulous. And it's important to do life together and just be real. Romans 12, 5. I'm pretty sure I quoted in that talk. So in Christ, we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. 
So it's important. We belong to all the others. And although we're many, we form one. So it's important to be together and to just do life together. You see, you are God's masterpiece and you can celebrate who you are because he made you and you can help others by celebrating who they are. I want to read to you from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 10. And I'm going to read from the Passion Translation because it's just enough of a different version that it may perk your ears a little bit just to hear something that may be familiar or maybe not familiar to you. So this is Ephesians 2. Let me just read it to you. For it was only through the wonderful grace that we believed in him. Nothing we did could ever earn this salvation, for it was the gracious gift from God that brought us to Christ. No one will ever be able to boast, for the salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny that he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. So God has planned our destiny and the good works that we would do to fulfill it. I know that he has planned in advance for me to even do this podcast. I've watched his hand. I wrote a blog about it, a, a catalyst for change. And it had to do with when <laughs> this sweet little girl, oh, she was adorable. She had this little barrette in her hair and she was really spunky. And she came up and she had her little cell phone in her hand. And she, she said, oh, hi, by the way, you did such a good job. And I just want to tell you that I would love your podcast information because I would listen to you every day on my way to my commute because I have to go to work and la, la, la. And she was just going on and on. And I was like, okay, and that planted a seed years ago to even do this podcast. God prepares in advance the things we're to do, that we should walk in them. I hope that helps you not get your undies in a bunch about everything you've got to do. God is preparing you in advance, and you're his masterpiece, his poem, his workmanship. And so he doesn't make junk, so you get to just be you. So as you listen to the talk, I hope you understand the need to be real. And that's why I call this podcast The Real Deal. Being authentic with one another will help us to connect. Vulnerability helps us to see, yeah, I'm that way too. We just got to keep it real. So let me ask you, what is one thing you are willing to admit to the group? To your husband, to your wife, to a coworker? Think about something you could admit to someone. And I'm not talking about some deep, secret, dark sin, although that could be. And it says, you know, confess your sins to one another, pray for one another, that you may be healed. But what's something that you could admit? <laughs> I told you that I don't understand coupons. I can't do it very well. But I think you need to know the rest of the story, as is said. The rest of the story is I need you to know that I now own two mink coats. I am so sorry that my husband's mom, Anna, passed away. But I have two mink coats. And at the time of giving that talk, I said, if anybody wants to give me their mink, I'm all for it. Because I want the authentic. I don't want a fake coat. I want a real coat. And it is. I have two. I have a short one and I have a long one. We all want the authentic, the real deal, the real McCoy, the honesty of materials that my dad was talking about. So could you just remember you're his masterpiece. God, my prayer right now is that you would bless the listener. Whoever is listening to this right now, I just ask in the name of Jesus that you would bless them. You would bless them from the top of their head to the 
soles of their feet, God, that you would bless them abundantly, that you would strengthen their frame, that you would give them clarity of thought, that you by your spirit would draw them into who you are and all good things of you, that you have wisdom and revelation of you. And God, I just pray that whatever concerns them today, they would know you have the ability to meet it. So God, whether it's financial or relational or emotional, I ask for you to do a healing and a work. And God, I pray in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would use this podcast to help people be unleashed, to celebrate who they are, to know that they're a masterpiece and be your poem, a display of your glory to those people around. So thank you for making these individuals. Thank you for the person listening to this voice of mine right now. Thank you that you see her. You know him. You're aware of everything that they have to face today, the concerns that they have. And so God, I just thank you that we are one body and each member belongs to all the others. I pray if there's somebody who's lonely, Lord, yeah, if there's somebody that's really lonely and they just wish they had somebody to connect with, I pray that that would be the cry of their heart, and I know that you will answer. So bring community to them, bring encouragement to them, and help them just to be the real deal so we can do life together. Thanks, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by Michael Inouye. That's my husband. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.